Sorry, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Who are these people? I'm Peter Garachi. I'm Alex Bashera. They started a podcast. Why don't you call it Kill You Last? Yeah. To honor 80s action movies. He just put on brand new army pants in the heat. There will be action. He is in the middle of a field, surrounded. More action. Totally exposed, and he doesn't get hit once. Tension. You had, like, Peter, I gotta, you you, I gotta ask you if you stop hitting the table. This is a movie that really is the template for the 80s action movie. Peter Garage, Alex Bichera. They will kill you last. Podcast. <laughs> Zach, Zach. is your first time hearing that? I think I I don't know. I I, I it sounds familiar. Somebody made that for us. It. A guy from like a voiceover actor from Abu Dhabi reached out to us and just made yep. it for us. Right? I was gonna ask who did the voice because it sounds like the trailer guy. Like He's very incredible. talented. Yeah. yeah, his name is Vocal. He's a voiceover guy in the in the Middle East. Yeah. How convenient that that's his name and that's also his job. Well, it's yeah. not his name. It's his Instagram. <laughs> it's a tra- traditional uh, Bedouin tribe tribal name. <laughs> yeah, Volkal. <laughs> Shout out to that guy. That's awesome. He's like everyone in his family is a tent, tent maker and a voiceover actor. Uh, not... <laughs> All right, don't insult the guy. <laughs> he's a nice guy. <laughs> no, he was great. He was I think, great. Yeah, he's, he's a listener. Did people make tents? What the fuck? What, yeah, what I don't even understand. About yeah, I don't. I honestly don't. I, I thought, you know, I'm racist. Yeah, it's I don't crazy. even know. I don't even know why. Can't get canceled if we tried. Son of a bitch. I mean, yeah, I'm <laughs> hey, just I'm begging on. You never me. know. Uh, <laughs> Zach, you're, you are our first trilogy. You are oh, the first person so. to be back for the third time. That's right. And, and we're honored. doing... We're doing an unofficial, like, Italian-American trilogy with you. I love it. Hey, sit down, Uno, boys. Rocky IV, Pope of Greenwich Village, and Raging Bull. Oh, my God. I'm so happy to be doing this movie, too. I love this movie because it's it's such a weird conglomeration of, like, uh, it's where Rocky and Goodfellas meets for me. Uh, Right. Because it's an Irwin, it's a Chardoff-Winkler film. It's also Scorsese. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Bill Conti did some of the music. Um, and uh, it's it's just so funny uh, seeing Pesci with the toupee the whole time, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and I, I actually I haven't. Go ahead, Peter. I, not to cut you off. I was I watching the movie. I was like, maybe I'll just do that. Maybe I'll just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe I'll just wear a rug like that and just pretend. Like, that was me all along. Well, do you have sides still? Yeah, I got it to, like, here. Can you grow it out? Can, I've never seen. I could do, you, you know the music teacher from The, uh, from the Simpsons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, when, uh, I get, when I'm ready to give up, like, that's what I'm going to do. It's just going to be long on the sides and in the back, and then just nothing on top. <laughs> I could see that, actually. <laughs> Fair enough. Like a, but, like, a, like a pale blue sweater vest, like that kind of look. Kind of like the principal in Freaks and Geeks. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. no, he just, he just... Because, you know, this is 10 years before. Like, Pesci was already old in 1980. In every yeah. movie, he's already old. Yeah, which I love. I, 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 don't, know, I don't know if I want to, uh, you know, give it away right away. I do not love this movie. Okay. But I love wow. All right. fucking Pesci. This might be my favorite Pesci. What so going off of that then, Peter? I have to know what are what are your problems with the movie? 
So I watched it again. I watched it twice since we started talking about it. I, I had been thinking about it in my mind. I've been thinking about Pesci. I've been thinking about Scorsese. I have a lot of problems with Scorsese. And I think this, this movie, all right, I, have, I, I, I thought about it a lot today. I think Taxi Driver is the great Martin Scorsese movie. And I think wow. that's, the, and well, I think I that's mean, the I think that's the great Robert De Niro performance too. That's not a crazy thing to say. I mean, it's an uh, amazing movie. Yeah, but right. just I coming, think that the thing is <laughs> knowing who me and you are. Like I was, I'm amazed that it's not Goodfellas. Yeah, like, Goodfellas. So, I, that, that's it for me. It's because the problem I have with Scorsese is that his movies always just drop off Too in the third long. act. Yeah, it's true. It's not I even it's not the length. Like this yeah. movie. And I, we just we just did Goodfellas, me and Alex, a couple weeks ago. That's and it's the one amazing. I to, it's amazing so. to go back to Goodfellas yeah. and realize, realize how it's it's amazing to realize how many of the great parts of Goodfellas happen in the first it's hour. The first of act. Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the a, spider scenes and the killing of Billy Bats and pretty much all the great Pesci stuff happens in the beginning of the movie. Mm. Uh, for our for our older listeners, it's the first DVD. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, like I, I, I have it on I, DVD. When I first watched Goodfellas, it was on two DVDs, or, or it was like a flip DVD, one of those old flip DVDs or something I have, like that from I have Blockbuster. That. And I just watched, and no one, I had never seen the movie before, and I watched it alone. And I thought when the first disc ended, that was the movie. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, that's a crazy ending. <laughs> what was the but end? Do you remember where it ended? It it's ended, when they kill Spider. It ended, no, it ends in Janice Rossi's apartment. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, the, the first DVD ends in Janice Rossi's apartment, and then that was it. And there weren't any credits. It didn't say yeah, this, too. It didn't say yeah. shit. And I was just like, that's a fucking crazy way to end a movie. Yeah, I mean, this is I was like, like this... did he get whacked? I thought it was like the Sopranos ending. Right. I was like, did he yeah. get whacked? What right. happened? Like. <laughs> like, but I'm just an idiot. And then I like he, put the other disc in. Scorsese doesn't like. He has a weird thing to when he get later in his career, like his movie, like the tone of his movies are weird. Where he, they're funny, not on purpose. Yeah, yeah. And it started with part. it started with the Departed. Remember in the Departed when like people just started getting murdered and it started to become funny. Yeah, and it's supposed to be horrific. Yeah, like it's a weird thing. And even in this movie, it's like. All of a sudden, like, Pesci's gone, and, and De Niro's... I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this movie? But, like, the first couple of scenes with him and Pesci are out of the... Like, this movie would have been better as, like, like a, like a series of sketches. Because I'm like, what is... I don't know what it adds up to, but, like... It would be... I've thought about this a lot, just coming from a theater background. Uh, this would make a very easy stage adaptation. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's the not a whole... There's not... That's... Yeah, Exactly. There's not a whole lot of special effects um, no. that you couldn't do in a theater setting. Um, and honestly, I think it plays out better that way because a play is usually about two hours, whereas people aren't going to be sitting there going like, Jesus, where does this go? Whereas mm. like you have that whole montage, the whole part, that, the biggest part of this movie that I hate is mm. the fights you don't get to see. Yeah. When it starts giving you like newspaper clippings and then yeah. like you see like the video of him and Vicky and I get I love that cuz it's like very kitschy, it's very 40s, it's it's awesome and like it builds that without doing a ton of dialogue, it's more show not tell, mm -hmm. which I always love. Um but you also have like these moments where like you want to like the fight scenes and I got to say compared to Rocky, 
these are not great boxing scenes. Um, comparatively, they're very stylized. Mm-hmm. Like the amount, like just how. Remember when he's taking the dive? Yeah, yeah Bobby, so whatever. Bad. Yeah. And he's just getting punched in the face, and he's not even like, like I don't give a fuck who punches you in the face. I've been punched in the face a lot. Right. I don't give a fuck who punches you in the face. You're not taking six just straight to the chops <laughs> from anyone. Like, right. it's just not – it's not really possible. I'm not saying that Jake LaMotta was not one of the toughest guys to ever fucking live. Because if you watch the old fights, like the Ray Robinson fight that he, he was. Like, never rocked it down, right? That right. guy stayed on his feet the whole goddamn fight, yeah. and there's no, and they had to stop it. Like that got actually, me down. That's a real fight that you know. No, I mean, I know. A lot of these I fights know. they all happen. Yeah, and um, and I've seen a lot of the film for them and stuff. So it's like funny for me because like I'm like okay, here's the reality versus like the stage or, or yeah. the screen. You know, he, this the H, HD especially shows how bad the fight choreography is in this movie you could see how yeah. far the punch like and i and i know it i know in rocky too they you know they're oh, not so, punching each sure. other oh they're but not this, close in yeah. this movie especially <laughs> you could see the distance from the fist to the face yeah but i'm not watching it for that yeah, i mean i, like, I do thing. think like we should and say, here's, like, a, here's something though one thing i mean has is there any you're you know you were a boxer at one point in your life right Zach? so is there any movie that you have watched that's not like a boxing documentary that actually like stages a boxing match well or uh, accurate accurately the accurate. last rocky and creed one and creed two they're accurate i don't i i haven't the seen thing creed is no different. movie is ever accurate with the right. amount of punches a boxer takes right let's just put it there because the like civilians do not understand what a punch actually does to somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you grow up watching, like, you know, and you're coming out of the eighties. Like this is when you had like Chuck Norris movies and and Mm -hmm. you're coming out of like, you know, in the sixties, you have John Wayne just punching people through walls, you know, and he's just like a fat cowboy. Like, you know what I mean? Like people's idea of what happens in a fight in reality is very different than what happens in real life. So, I mean, as far as fight choreography goes, uh, you're trying to tell the story. Right. Um, and I think they do that in this movie, but I think that I think that the Rocky movies in general are better choreographed as far as boxing goes. I think that um, Ali, the movie yeah. Ali, is very yeah. fair. That's a good uh, example. Uh, to uh, boxing. Uh, but I think, the, I mean, I know the last Rocky with Antonio Tarver, uh, in the uh, Mason Dixon part, I think is probably my best boxing scene of all time. Really? Um, yeah, they actually were making a lot of contact in that. Um, not like turning it over and not really putting their hips into it, but the gloves were hitting skin. A lot of what you hear is actual foley from the uh, practice rounds or from the actual taping itself. There's like a whole featurette. You can uh, check it out. Um, but it's, and like, actually, uh, Tarver, Tarver clipped Rocky, uh, or clipped Stallone pretty famously in, in, um, uh, rehearsals and knocked him out. So it's one of those things that like, yeah, I mean, and then, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, I also believe, uh, Michael B. Jordan got, uh, he got, he got rattled. He got knocked out. He got, he got rocked in the middle of filming Creed as well. Um, so, I mean, when you look at, where, but I mean, you're you're looking at 2006 versus 1980, okay? So in that respect, yeah, this movie is this movie is a dramatization. It's Martin Scorsese. It's big. It's bloody. 
it's it's you're you're looking at and it's filmed in black and white yeah which and it's and it's not a black and white era movie you know what i mean like this well it's it's funny because it helps i think people think this movie is older than rocky but it's four years younger than rocky yeah yeah of course And and it's actually when you think about it to make like sort of a serious boxing movie four years after a movie won best picture for being a boxing movie when you're at like De Niro and Scorsese's level, it's kind of, it's kind of a bold move. You're kind of like going into someone else's territory at that point. I mean, well, I think they, I think they figured out that, I think they figured out that, what's his name? Um, they saw the success that Rocky had, right? With an unknown actor doing the Italian thing. Right. In a very, Semi Scorsese way. I mean, Rocky, I, I mean, it's obviously directed not like Scorsese, but yeah, yeah. it's like, it has like that grittiness. The, the original street, Rocky, yeah. of course. You know, it's filmed on the streets. Like a lot of the shots from Rocky remind me of Mean Streets, like yeah. the opening from Mean Streets and shit like that. So like you see, if I'm Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro, I'm like, this fucking Mama Luke just took our idea. Or he like took our 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 uh, what do you call it? like our, our aesthetic? Sure. And he's yeah. cashing in on it. What the fuck are we doing? Let let's find a real guy. There's got to be a real boxer. They're like probably like Marciano, and then you know everyone realized who's gonna buy fucking 150 pound De Niro as Marciano. Oh, Jake Lamotta. And Jake Lamotta just happens to have this insane story of a life. That's the yeah. that's the thing. Like it's, it's crazy. And the, I got to say, man. Oh, well, go ahead, Peter. I was going to say, the story ahead. I heard is that uh, De Niro oh, read, yeah. read the book and Scorsese was like, I believe was hospitalized because he was so coked out at this point in his life <laughs> that De Niro, like De Niro like, basically went and did an intervention and said, listen, you got to get back to work. You got to get your life back on track. Why don't we do this movie about this guy? And I mean, neither one of them is like a, was really interested in the the boxing aspect. They were interested in like the relationship and this guy who's like basically can't help but destroy everything that he gets in his way. Which is that's the wait. So that's the real story because yeah. I was just making shit up. No, no, no that's the real. <laughs> I was spitballing. I was. They like, had done. Yeah, they had done. You're getting. You're done, nailing it. I think they had done raging. They had done. Excuse me, Taxi Driver a couple years before. Scorsese had like a you know a couple of successes under his belt. De Niro had already won an Oscar. Right. Yeah. And I, from what I hear, the story I heard is that is that Scorsese had a really bad coke problem, was literally hospitalized, and wow. was maybe Damn, how much he, coke you got to do to? I was going to say. I guess that means I, I mean, don't. He's have also a he's tiny. yeah right. Uh, he's a very short guy. <laughs> hospitalized. They were doing so much coke in the eighties, like yeah. they. It's unbelievable. They they had to know it wasn't good for you. Just, well, here's yeah. my thing. That's what makes me like curious about how people die from like doing a gram at a club. Now I'm always like, right. man, you weren't doing coke, buddy. Uh, right. So. <laughs> you were doing well. Something might have been laced in the coke. Well, that no, that's sense. what it is. It's just like yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Squish, Which is, he's a fidgety guy. Traffic. He's only like five two. It's a, it gets to the yeah, brain real fast. He's a little, squeak, little tiny. He's got, those, he's got those big fucking rims. I love. But uh, I love yeah. that aesthetic. The old Italian guy, black rim glasses. That oh they my use god! In this yeah, movie yeah, of for course. all the gangsters, right. except like for a, like the the young like guy. Like a cravat. Well, no, a, that's a that's an old school shirt. It was an Italian shirt that they brought over. You yeah. should know about this. You know what? Really? You know, I mean, a lot of people call it the they call it the Guido collar. It's uh, it's oh, featured mean, in all the major uh, the, like the the, the, the super like close this. collars. Yeah, yeah. I've always that. wanted to have one. You you would. 
I yeah, you could. Pull I would have a great one. Go fuck yeah. yourself. I've been bro. running away from that shit my whole life. <laughs> I know. I, I was know. a skater to get it fucking away from everything. I, I brought like, a skateboard to my dad's village in Sicily. Everyone's like, "What the hell is this?" You're like AJ. You're like AJ. Yeah, I was. I was the AJ. That's hilarious. You're fucking AJ Soprano. I was oh fucking. I was wearing like size forty jeans, like baggy jeans. Jinko jeans. Size oh, forty. No. Backwards? Jeez. Were they backwards? Like uh, no, I, already, I went through that phase already. But um, <laughs> this. Uh, what did I want to say? Oh, my introduction to boxing was Rocky. I never saw a boxing match until after I saw Rocky. Oh wow! Okay. So I thought I thought boxing was like fifteen rounds of guys throwing haymakers. <laughs> oh and yeah, then, we thought. Well, I think we talked about this on did. the Rocky podcast. And I literally yeah, yeah, like great. I turned on a fight and it was like the thirteenth round and the guys could barely get their arms up. I'm like, what the what the shit is this? Yeah, it's Stallone yeah, yeah, in there. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Stallone could do it. Stallone's also on like Mexican supplements, but who's saying that? Yeah, I know, um, but um. But he's I, the patron saint of this podcast, so I won't say I, nothing. You know, I get yeah, like he's, he's I don't think this movie's not about. Like they didn't care about the no. boxing. I like that the, the boxing is stylized. I think that shit is really cool how they the did. Mo- but it's what you're up. saying. The movie is not about boxing. No. This is a movie about a man, a, a self-destructive man mm. um, that really has it all. He has the world by the balls for 90% of this movie. Yeah. And he just can't fucking get it together. And it's, I got to say, like, I mean, you guys are, you know, you guys are Italian. Like, I yeah. see, like, I've seen it in my family, like, that constant worry that um, he has, like, that, that crazy Italian paranoia that we all have. Like, I know you guys have it, because I have it. Like, fucking, like, it hasn't destroyed dude. me yet, but yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I know. get it in some sense, but he is, I, I've, I don't have it as bad as some people, and, and no, that's Jake like an had old, it the worst of all world. time. I have yeah. relatives. I said yeah. Jake had it the yeah. worst of all time. I have relatives like, that don't speak for 15 years over a misunderstanding. Like, like right. And but that's exactly like you can't reason with them. Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking to my cousin right now. Yeah, no, I no, it's the same like my, <laughs> like my grandfather just talked to his sister for the first time in 30 years, and it's because both of their their like husband and wife are dead. And the, the fight originated with like the with the spouse. So now they're like, I love you, I miss you. I was like, you told me she was a butana my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> That's classic. But yeah, you can't. And the thing is that 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 you can't. The to me, the most upsetting thing is when you when you know, when you know something is one way, and the other person is convinced that it's exactly the opposite way. I don't know. I gotta be honest. Them. I've I've totally been on both sides of that coin. Yeah. Full full disclosure. But I've done I've it on purpose. Where I'm like, no, fuck you, and I know I'm wrong. <laughs> like I, and I've like really tried to not be that guy anymore. Like, I mean, yeah. when I, when I was like 18 though, I was that fucking guy. I was like, fuck you. I know what I'm talking about. You're full of shit. I know what, I, and like, but I knew I was wrong. Like I knew it a hundred percent, but I just to like give an inch meant like I was less of a man. Ah, absolutely. absolutely you can't give in. You can't I was going to ask you, inch, what is that? Like, yeah, there's okay. a guy. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now. There's a guy out there. That was possible, like, without a doubt, one of my all-time best friends in life, okay? And I went to college. He went to college uh, uh, at a college near me, and we stayed in the same houses, and we did a lot of fun stuff together, and, like, we fucking hung out a lot. And then one day, just shit hit the fan. We were both being shitty to each other, but, like, someone stepped over a line. And to this day... We don't speak. Like, and it's not like there was a fight. 
there wasn't a big blow up. We just don't speak. Like we stopped acknowledging each other's existence. And like people will bring, like people are still in contact with us and they'll bring us up in front of each other. Yeah. And we'll just be like, who? And, but he's like an old Greek guy. Or not old Greek guy, but he's like, a, he's like, a, I'm, old I look old. He's an old school Greek guy. He's like how I am. You know what I mean? And it's like, so he has that same mentality where like, whoever says sorry first is the <laughs> pussy. Right. Like, I know that's what it is because I know how I know, like, even me talking about him right now, I kind of want to, like, fucking throw the phone across the wall. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm so much calmer I was going to ask now. what happened. Jesus. Yeah. But, I don't, you know, you don't have to get I don't want to disclose that's too fine. much on yeah. a podcast. I don't that's know what fine. the uh, statute of limitations are. But um, I was I was a hothead, like, as, like, a six-year-old. Like, two of my earliest memories I was, are, too. Yeah. I, two of my earliest memories is I wanted a radio-controlled car, and they got one where the remote was connected by a cable to the car. And you lost and I think, your mind. I think I ruined Christmas. That, that's it. Christmas is over. That's it. I was like, everybody out of the house. I was like six. I had – no. Actually, Peter, that's funny you say that. I was totally that kid. Like, my mom – my grandmother um, – so my Irish grandmother on my father's side, she used to call me dynamite because you never knew when I was going to explode. <laughs> that makes sense. That was the, she would just call me dynamite, like, and then when I'd get started, she'd go, "Oh, here comes dynamite," and I'm like fucking Amazing. flipping shit, and like, yeah. I mean, I remember I was like, my brother tells the story. I don't even remember it. I was so young. He said like he beat me in Mortal Kombat or something on Sega, and I went downstairs and grabbed a butter knife. Oh Jesus! Oh Christ. my God! Like yeah, That's we scary. like I mean, and well, I mean, I was like probably. As, I'm saying as a parent, you see your kid doing that, you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, like where did he learn that? Yeah. But it wasn't even like a butter knife. It was like a fucking like pastry spatula or some shit sure. like that. It was like, but it, in my head, it was a knife. Like I, yeah, no, I mean, I grew up. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say I grew up in like a violent family because I didn't. Um, but we were explosive. We all were explosive. Um. Yeah. Even like now, like little things, people hear me and my mom talking and they'll be like, oh my God, like you're screaming at your mother. I'm like, no, I'm not. That's fucking wasp. Been... That, that's waspy people. Yeah, though. yeah, they, yeah. They, we hear, all... they hear people like us talk and, and we love the people we're talking to. And they're like, why are you guys like arguing? You know, like even if yeah. you back or talking on the street, people could think that there's something wrong. You know, people, people have totally thought that me and Peter are arguing. Like we've been asked. We, like... <laughs> in, my fa- in my family too, we always got my, my brother-in-law, my sister's husband is the sweetest, nicest guy. He sits there and he quietly eats his dinner, <laughs> and we're all. I'm looking at him like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" Like, What's speak. this guy staring at? You know? <laughs> the whole dinner, he's just sitting there quietly eating. He's not yelling at anybody. Is he Madagan? <laughs> What's his deal? He's like Czech and Irish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My my he's... nephew, my one nephew looks like a like a little Irish boy. He's so cute. And the other, but the other one looks. Like, it's funny because the one who's got the bad attitude, who like sits there and like fumes when he's mad, it looks like a Sicilian. Of oh, course, so like the night the nice kid looks like he's. I Irish. thought you were about he's to say it was the opposite. He's just sitting. He's like, yeah. he's just sitting. He's like four years old. He's four. He's like, he's, he's four years old, giving everyone the maloke. Yeah. <laughs> he's already fuming. He's fed up. He is. I'm looking at like, what's going on. But I love that is one thing I will I will say. Uh, I love I love the, this movie for, and I think Scorsese does a good job of of, of creating uh, the Italian. Uh, he, he he create, creates the Italian American family or Italian American interactions very well. Yeah. Like oh, from the, the very last movie, first from like the, the very first scene we, with the, oh, sorry, with the ahead, ste- I'm sorry, from this with the steak. Yeah. With the, 
it oh starts, my God. This movie starts with a bang. That's a, like, it's unbelievable how this that movie That might starts. be the best 20 minutes in all of cinema. Is the first saying, like, this, movie this movie starts on fire. Those first couple of scenes are unbelievable. And, and you know, I think the reason that it does, the, I think the reason that Scorsese's movies do deteriorate the way they do, it's because the story deteriorates. You're literally watching someone at their height, someone mm-hmm. at their freshest. Mm-hmm. And then you, and the weird thing about this movie that he doesn't usually do, but he did in The Irishman, is you kind of get a glimpse into what you're going to get. Yeah, what yeah, starting with the sort of 1964, yeah. he's sitting there, he can't remember his fucking lines. And it's like, and I'm saying like as an actor, like I'm sitting there, like I had an acting teacher in school tell me, all right, I want you to read this, but I want you to read this <clears throat> the it, it, acting terribly. Like I want you to be a bad actor. And I really didn't understand what she wanted me to do. And she was like, go home and watch Raging Bull. And I saw and just watched the first minute and a half. And I watched that scene and I was like, oh, it's that thing. Like, it's not that you're reading and it's not that you're fucking up. It's that you're reading in your head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're not emoting. You're just so worried about every little word. Delivering the lines. Instead of worrying about the feeling and telling the story. And like that, that was something that made it, I mean, like that, I have, that's another weird connection I have to this movie. But, um, but like I was saying, like the Italian American family with the steak, the steak thing is amazing. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like there's like times where like, maybe not to that level, but I've heard that argument before. Like a hundred percent. I've heard an argument like that. Like I'm at my cousin's house and him and his wife are arguing about something and it's not that big of a deal. But it turns into World War Three. All of a sudden, the door gets slammed. My cousin looks at me. He's like, "You believe this shit?" And I'm just like, "Hey, you know what do you get? What do you fucking do? Yeah. Like, you know, like and I'm, I don't. Like, I've been. Like, I was just. I've been Joey a lot in my life. I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. I, I realized that a lot. A but I've lot. also been. I've also been Jake. Although I've totally been Joey when he fucking smashes the glass over fucking Salvi's head. Like, oh, yeah. Been, yeah, 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 I've yeah. been the guy who saw someone doing something fucked up. Right. Behind right, someone right. else's back, though, too. Like, it's like. The whole, I don't know. This whole movie captures like uh, just a vibe of um, like that whole relationship between Joey and Jake is one so toxic. Oh my god! But there's so much. Like it's like the saddest thing in the world when they see each other like 20 years later. Yeah. And it's like, and he won't even look at him. He's like, "Come on, kiss me, kiss me," and he doesn't even look like himself anymore. Like Pessy, like. Part of what I think Pessy doesn't want to look at. No, well, yeah, he he doesn't look like Jake. No, but anymore, he's but talking. Part of what things. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of what I think Joey doesn't want to look at is see how far mm-hmm. his brother's fallen because his brother was his Superman. Was you know what zero. I mean? Yeah. Like you really know, and, and it comes across the whole movie. And Absolutely. Then, like he looks like fucking Frankenstein at the end. Like it's yeah. which De Niro also played Frankenstein. Happy Halloween, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It, it, well, De Niro did. This is uh, one of the. Is this the first like transformation type of roles, like where you have to gain a ton of weight in the middle of the movie? I mean, he definitely. People definitely cite the fact that he put on sixty pounds is one of the reasons he won the Oscar. Yeah, like and it, yeah, you didn't yeah. at that time. I think it might have been at the people time didn't the really. Most weight people weren't doing that. Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, they would get in shape for roles. But right. No one was like getting fat for roles no like this is like a lot of people equate this came up in a conversation uh recently because someone brought up dallas buyers club 
Yep. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, that transformation is nuts, which completely was. Yeah. But then I was like, yeah, but Raging Bull. Right. But it's well, totally easier to get fat. Christian Bale's done it like <laughs> yeah, six yeah. times. He's he's a he's well, like both Christian ways. Bale's, Christian Bale's a psycho. He's a fucking whales. psychopath. I love like, him. I love him. He's my I, kind I of psycho. Amazing. He's amazing. He's my kind sure. of psycho. He's exactly the oh, kind of psycho that I like. Yeah, yeah. No it's, one's mad there. No, no, no. I like yeah, Chin Dan um, to, to Wales and to it's Christian It's funny because, like, you know, I was actually thinking today about, like, co- like when people say codependent. Like, what relationship is not codependent? Like, Italian families, of course they're codependent. Every talk, every time I talk yeah. to my mom, she makes me feel bad about something that I forgot about. Like that's exactly. Try living with them, brother. Yeah, um, well, I mean, I've been spending more time with them during the pandemic too. But uh, yeah, this the brother relationship in this movie is in, is incredible. And it's like, not codependent on uh, on Joey's behalf, though. At least in the middle, towards the end of the movie, like Joey realizes that he's a fucking psychopath from almost from the jump. You know, like but it's not... he also it's where the loyalty starts. Mm-hmm. And where his logic ends. That's well, yeah, but he realizes it. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But Joey's righteous in pretty much every action he does in the whole movie. There's not you one think... where he's wrong. Well, let me ask. So we Am I wrong? Got... Am I wrong? Not we telling him about into... Vicky. Not well, telling him about Vicky. Oh, but he would have fucking killed her. You can't. He's a psycho. Wait, dude. so is that like. He already lost his mind by that point. Dude. We haven't even talked about Vicky yet. And, that, and, it, and it's funny. Yeah. I just want to right. quickly watch Yeah, you're it. probably right, Alex. I probably sound like a real dirtbag. Uh, no, you don't. You don't. You, you should. Someone should. We should have the argument because that's that's why this is a good movie. I, the, I, no, the, the Jake LaMotta character is interesting to me because he's, he's an asshole who's charming. So when he meets, mm. when he pick, he gets Vicky of, because of how charming he is. But you know he's gonna become an asshole. You know what I mean? He like You're, he's he tries, gonna be yelling at her about the steak neck. He tries right. so yeah. hard. He does all this work in order to get her. Right. In order only to be an ass. You know what I mean? It's like once he gets her, yeah, he buys the car. Mm-hmm. Or just, just the, the, the talking like, to her, the being quiet, and the bringing to the apartment, and all that stuff. But he I has don't know, her. I, the moment he. Ha- Oh, go ahead, Peter. I was going to say, I don't know how much of it is true. Like, did I miss something? Is it, did she, is it all in his head, or did she really sleep around with everybody? It's in his head. Well. <laughs> it's in his head, dude. I think that a majority of it is in, her he- in his head, but also yeah. we are looking at she's 15 when she meets him. Right. That's huge. Granted, this is a totally different time. 15, though. But I know who I was at 15. And if I didn't get to do all the crazy shit I did from 15 to now because I was married to that fucking psycho. Right. I'd sleep around like, you know, I I wouldn't be I wouldn't fault her for doing that. I think that he was over. I think it's that Italian paranoia that we all have. I think it's like and he had like I said, he has it. It is so jacked up on him. It's crazy. Like. I, I I needed to smoke a joint in the middle of this movie for him. Like, I was like, dude, yeah. Jesus Calm Christ. the fuck down. Can, like, can I say real quick, though? I think the story's real, and I think he was – it's not even – I mean, it's – obviously, it's a movie. It's dramatized. It's exaggerated. But it's not – I mean, Jake LaMotta was known in the neighborhood as this psychopathic, jealous boyfriend. Ty- like, this, these are for real stories. Like, this yeah. really happened. Um, maybe not exactly as it's told, but – um, my grandpa, like him, all my family is from Pelham Bay, like from Pelham Bay Park, like from. Yeah, that's right. You're a Bronx boy. I forgot I'm about a Bronx that. boy. I'm Italian. My whole family is from this area. And my grandpa, on my dad's side, like knew 
who Jake LaMotta was. He was the guy in the neighborhood that fought, you know, like, so this wasn't, um, they all, they all knew he was like bad news. Like he was like fucking beating his women. Like that was absolutely happening, uh, happening. And I mean, maybe the movie's a little bit slanted, of course, but I don't think the movie's trying to tell you that she was like actually do it. I think the movie's trying to tell you, look at this man, uh, eat himself from the inside. Like yeah. he's completely falling apart because of his own mind. It's it has nothing to do. I would, and the thing is, is you also have to realize like he's falling apart because of his own mind, but also because of like, I mean, just deterioration of the brain after getting that, punched. Right, 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 right. Like right. I gotta say, this is probably the best uh, depiction of of a boxer in his post career. Mm. Um, I've met a lot of these guys post career. Uh, especially in like, you know, after, uh, you know, when I was fighting golden gloves and I was a little bit more involved in the scene, like when I met Paul Spatafora for the first time, who was the lightweight champion when I was a kid, he was from Pittsburgh. He was Italian. That was the guy. Like, I remember seeing him on ESPN all the fucking time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he had some unfortunate shit happen to him. Um, and he, he made some bad decisions and, and, uh, it was crazy. The first fight I, the first fight of my golden gloves when I knocked the guy out in 20 seconds. Um, That's awesome. He was there. He was in the crowd. So I had my moment like where I was like, Holy shit. Paul's here. And like, I went over to him and his son, his like six year old son was fighting on the same card because uh-huh. it's Pittsburgh and there's no laws. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. but I went and over boxing, to I, the most corrupt fucking sport of all time. Right. I mean, like, well, you have peewee <laughs> boxing still. It's like, and that's okay. something I think they really need to like figure out. Cause like, yeah. I don't know, a six year olds fight. I, I don't know. I mean, granted, how hard are they hitting? So True. like, it's another thing too. Like how well can you train a six year old? Um, like, I mean, yeah. I, if I could beat the six year old up, you can fight. Um, so, but like, I, I got to be Paul and I, I went over and he went over to me and he was like, uh, yo, that's one of the best knockouts I've ever seen, yada, yada. But like, you could tell, mm. you know, something yeah. kind of, yeah, he's punched a, out a little punchy. I wouldn't say, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I think there's more to it for him because he okay. was a little bit more substance abusey, but like, sure. but you see that with the Lumada, he becomes a fat drunk, dude. And he's like this, and the thing is, is like the whole movie, like you can tell how so insecure he is, it's because crazy. like he's such a good-looking guy, right. even with like the fucking monster nose. Like he's such a good-looking guy. He's in shape the whole time, and then she says that little thing about Gennaro. Oh yeah, <laughs> you mean he's I mean, what do you mean he's fucking pretty? Yeah, he's he get the fuck over. in there, take the babies, get in there, and then and then Pesci, and then but here's the thing, this is like where you really see the nitty gritty of that relationship between Pesci and De Niro in that movie. Cause you see um, his wife, Lenore speaks up and he goes, who's talking to you? Mm-hmm. And it's not De Niro that says it. Right. It's Pesci. Pesci's looking at De Niro. De Niro looks at Pesci like, you're going to take care of this. And he does. And he's like, fuck. And then that night, Pesci takes out some fucking Gumar. Yeah. 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 They're this, at that. They're is... out with some girl. You could tell, though, by her, his wife's reaction, Pesci's, that he doesn't normally do that. But he was doing it yeah. for his brother. He was doing it for his brother. Like, that's what you're saying, right? I, I don't know. Like, he's it. not that guy. And he was he's trying not that, that guy. on. And it did not fit. Right. My exactly. favorite. 
My favorite Hollywood story is how Pesci got in. You guys know the story of how Pesci got in this movie? He was a manager, right? Tell the story because it's a yeah, great, so great he, story for the podcast. So Pesci had been like that. a child dancer and singer. He, Frank Vincent and, and Pesci were had like a had a another duo. amazing name that's in this movie yes, that is very unsung. Yeah. Uh, he oh, he's great. I mean, amazing. He kind of does the same thing he does in every movie, but, but he's, he's great so it. fucking good at that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. some guy, like, it's not easy to, like, be that guy who just turns the screw. You know what I mean? Like, you got to really believe that he's that guy. No, and, uh, he's got a face for it, you know? Yeah, so Pesci had been around, had done a movie called, uh, I think it was called The Death Collector, like, in the 70s. Like, real low-budget yeah. gangster movie. Did, goes nowhere. He, re- he, he retires from acting, goes to the Bronx, and he's managing a restaurant in the Bronx. De Niro sees that movie and says, we got to get Pesci for... So, so in, in Jake LaMotta's real life, that's not actually his brother. His brother and his manager were two different characters. Right. So there yeah, were, yeah, there were multiple is... characters that they kind of combined and turned into the Joey character. Mm-hmm. And so they went, De Niro and Scorsese went to the Bronx, to the restaurant, and said, hey, we want to do a movie. We want you to be in the movie. And Pesci's like, no, nah, I'm good. He goes, and this is it. for Raging Bull, right? This is for specifically for Raging Bull. And, and Pesci goes, you know what? I did the acting thing. I'm not interested. They had to beg Joe Pesci to fucking be in Raging Bull. And he does it. And dude, like, well, you're watching basically an amateur performance in this movie. And he's unfucking believable. It's not Oscar worthy. And the yeah. crazy yeah, thing he is. Should, he like, really should have won an Oscar for this movie. Pesci. Okay. Pesci is one of the most interesting guys in Hollywood ever. Yeah. Because yeah. this is a guy that discovered the Four Seasons. This is a guy. Did you guys know that? Yeah. No, yeah. What? Uh, yeah. How, how, Joe what? Pesci got the Four Seasons together. It was like the Three Lovers or some jack shit. Yeah, he introduced, it was, he introduced it was, them. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, it was it was Frankie Valley. Right. Tommy, it was like Tommy DeVito. And Tommy DeVito, else. and then this other mook from the fucking neighborhood. And like these kids were all like Italian projects. I think near, where were they? North Bergen or Elizabeth or yeah, some shit? Well, so when I was a kid, because were they Newark? Uh, New, Newark area, Belleville, Elizabeth. Belleville, Belleville. I One of them. Belleville. Was, yeah, so yeah. when I was a kid, my mom used to tell me a story that she's like, you know, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. They used to rehearse in our neighborhood, and the girls would go listen by the basement window and hear them rehearse. Because so they were the rehearsing guys, under their streetlights. Yeah, so one, one of the guys yeah. lived in, 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 in Elizabeth, and then Pesci was from Newark, and these other guys were from Newark. And they started, because back then you would have... It was a bowling alley scam. Did you know about this? No, that, that I don't Please know. tell the story. Please, please Oh, my please. God. So, okay, allegedly, you know, yeah. how much truth is allegedly. it? Allegedly. This is, this is a story I've heard from generations to generations. A yada, yada, gabagool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. fucking apparently... Tommy DeVito from, or no, Tommy DeVito is the real name, guy from Goodfellas, but it's the Tommy. No, no, that's, that's where the name comes from. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because the real oh, guy. Oh, because his real name is Tommy DeSimone. Right, yeah, right. yeah. Okay. So Tommy DeVito in, uh, so from the Four Seasons, he was originally, like, before they met the guy that ended up really bringing them together musically, like there was a guy that like did like piano and like wrote a bunch of songs. He toured with Sam Cooke. He fucking like did a lot. And then when he heard Frank, he said, it's like a whole, go watch Jersey Boys. But how they met was Pesci and DeVito. Pesci was working at some fucking bowling alley. And DeVito was found a way to scam the bowling alley by like stealing the pins or some shit and selling it back to them. It was some shit like that. Such a fucking grease ball move. Oh yeah. God, it's amazing <laughs> though. It's such, like, I mean, as, a, as an ex-scammer, like, 
I'm fucking in. Like, well, I'm so fine. I, um, I, I got to say, well, but I keep cutting you off. We keep cutting you off, but I love con artists. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I like, I am a massive fan. Like, I look up to con artists. How do you guys think sense. I got on the podcast three times? No, I, <laughs> right? My my first job was as a, I was right. a carny at the shore. Right. I, I, oh, that's I, right. Real... Were you the guest, the weight guy? What, were, what did you no, do? No, no. You popped a balloon and win a stuffed animal. Uh, I got, you can't pop a balloon, right? I got you. No, no, you can pop it, but like there's cement in the balloon. You can't. No, no, no. That's actually know. one of my tricks was because people, because you know, the, there'd be a wall of balloons, and I'd be standing here. Here's the counter, and I'm talking to the people, and the balloons are behind me, and they go, "Oh yeah, kid, sure, you can't even pop those balloons." And I go, "Yeah," and I took a dart and I threw it over my shoulder, and I pop a balloon. Next thing you know, they spent fifty, seventy-five dollars to get a fucking stuffed animal. The game was like, it was a progressive game. So like you thought a small was like a stuffed animal like this, but a small was like a stuffed animal like this. Oh, okay. So yeah, once yeah. you're in for $10, Class. I'm like, Class. I'm like, what are you gonna, I'm like, buddy, you're gonna leave with your girlfriend with a parakeet this big? Come on, you gotta, and then I would get him to come in. But the guy who trained me was like an honest to goodness carny who like ran away from home to join the carnival. Mm. I've always loved con artists. I always like appreciate I hustlers. fucking love con That's Even I when think- I've been, even when I've been hustled, I'm always like, I yeah, pre- I got gotta it. respect it. I you got, got hit with three card Monty on the uh, pre COVID. I got hit three uh, or not three card Monty. Uh, I did La Bola. You know what the ball? It's like three card Monty, but with a with ball. The ball. Oh, one of the cups. Yeah, the yeah, cup. yeah, 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 yeah. I was fucking hammered. I had gotten my susu from work. I had like seven hundred dollars in my pocket. I oh no. Hundred dollars. Oh no. I, yeah, yeah. I was wasted on fucking <laughs> sake, and I was like, I can beat this guy. I I know I can. <laughs> can't beat him. No, you yeah. can't beat him. Uh, but I, anyway, to, I, I well, anyway, sorry. Well, I want to hear. I want to hear the rest. Of, I want to hear the rest I, of the story. I got pretty close to just trying to fuck him up because he was blind. Uh, but then, like, I realized you got hustled by a blind guy. Well, I mean, he acted like he was blind. I was gonna oh, take yeah. his eyes yeah. out. I was gonna make sure he was blind. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. No. Uh, and so it's funny because you thought I meant by story that you meant that story. But I meant uh, the Joe Pesci bowling alley story. That oh, no, that's it. Like, they just yeah. they oh, were yeah. staying oh, in a bowling it. alley, and okay. that's how they met Pesci. And, like, Pesci and then was, he doing, got Pesci them was like, kind of a half a gangster. Like, Pe- Pesci did, like, right. he's, like, half, like, you know, he, he, he got shit off the truck, like, that kind of shit. Yeah, um, I, I remember I watched, way before I knew this story, I watched the, this movie, The Death Collector, with my uncle. And I was like, holy shit, that's Joe Pesci. And then he's like, yeah, I used to know him. I was like, oh, my God, you know Joe Pesci? He goes, he goes, yeah, he used to sleep in the basement in a, a, under a bar in North Broad Street. Now he f- doesn't remember anybody's phone number no more, that piece of shit. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. classic neighborhood Italian guy. Oh, I yeah. know that, that piece, piece of, of shit. shit. <laughs> he's a piece of shit. So many pieces you know, of shit I heard about growing up. Jerk. I heard everyone I heard everyone growing up was a piece. He's of a shit. scumbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. ever see the you ever see the video of uh of John Gotti? Uh, he's getting visited by his his young grandson in jail, and he wants to be a baseball player. Yeah, and he's like the Yank. Their yeah. baseball players are scumbags. <laughs> well, no, he says something else, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. There's a little bit more to it, but no, you're right. No, that's like one of they tried to totally off topic. Did no, you guys see that movie? The Gotti movie, no. movie? No, no, no. I heard it was awful, though. It's was it so bad. bad. I, I gotta watch it. Was that bad during yeah. quarantine? I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta bite the bullet on this. It is yeah. so terrible. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, there's a Pitbull song in the middle of the fucking Fourth of oh, July parade in Howard no. Beach, and there's I'm just Pitbull like, song in God, it just doesn't. I don't know. No, and then like fucking the the kid from fucking. Uh, uh, I think it's I think it's Lip Nicky, the kid from fucking uh, uh, Stuart Little plays John Gotti Jr. 
Oh, no. It looks like him. I mean, he's Jack now, but it looks like him. I'm pretty sure that's who it's... Travolta is... Travolta he's the is worst. amazing, but when he's, oh, he's bad... No, he's terrible. No, but he's, he's had some incredible performances, but when you when sure. he's going to be bad, you know, like, from the trailer, you can ball. tell it's going to be bad. I got to say, I don't think this is 100% Travolta's fart. part. Well, well, it's definitely his fart. Um, no, <laughs> I don't think it's his problem. I think it was a lot of director problems, and I think it was the writing on that one. That yeah. one, I think, for sure, for sure, yeah. Have you seen just another crazy tangent? But uh, speaking of Travolta's bomb movies, uh, that uh, the the movie with Fred Durst, uh, the Alien one. No, 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 that's bad. That's the Battleship Starship. What is that? Starship Battle Earth Star or whatever the fuck. Battle of Star Galactica. No. That is no, it's like the Scientology. Guy. That is like, no, so bad. That's Battle Star Galactica is a, a, a cult fucking <laughs> that TV show. Yeah, yeah. Show. Wait, then yeah, what no. is the movie that we're I, 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 Battleship Earth or some shit? Yeah, like yeah that's what it is. Battleship Earth. That's it's, right. That's that's so bad. Horrible. But I'm talking about the other bomb. Uh, it's uh, more uh, recent. <laughs> Yeah, doesn't he play like a disturbed like fan or something? Yeah, like the, the, the fanatic. It's called the fanatic. You have to look. This What's up. this on? It's so bad. It's a. Movie. What's it streaming on? What's it streaming on know. Amazon? I'll look it up. I'll look it up right now. I don't know, but Thanks. I saw it. Hold Thanks, on. Thanks, young Jamie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I should. Yeah, I should only be. Do you have COVID as well? <laughs> yeah. Um, you hear about that? No, that's so off topic. Uh, oh no no! <laughs> I, uh, you gotta watch it. You had Alex Jones on Joe Rogan. Oh, I, I watched out. it already. It's Fantastic. so good. Isn't that amazing? Dude, he fact checks him the whole time, too. People are Bro, complaining. I'm like, he wasn't wrong about a lot of shit. shut like, up and watch that. Alex Jones is the most entertaining man on the planet. So anyone yeah, that doesn't it doesn't even matter that, what he's saying is wrong. It's just it fucking doesn't. hysterical. Just, just listen. It's it's amazing. Anyway. <laughs> I just love, I love, how he, I love how he called back, uh, I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> he had like 25 of those well, like, he kept great, going like, like oh be nice to go- me <laughs> he's, he's going he's going and then all of a sudden he just hits speed he's like oh well the globalists are talking about black hawk helicopters and <laughs> satanists and blah, blah, bohemian grove and, and yeah. joe's like whoa 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 alex 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 He's like, you got to smoke weed, Joe Rogan. You have to help me. I smoke weed. I love when he starts going into the human-pig hybrids and he gets, like, crazy. Oh, God. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that shit. Yeah. I mean, Scientists dude. are making human-pig hybrids, hybrids with lizard people yeah. in China. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, how do you not enjoy this? It's amazing. Uh, oh, he's very entertaining. And, and and Tim Dillon there was great. I mean, it was just, he, oh, was he was like a, a kid in the candy, candy store. Yes. He said it right off the bat, but he was the whole time. He, he really was. Seasoned. He was looking with a twinkle in his eye. He was so happy. It was so fun well, to watch that. My favorite was when him and Alex Jones started teaming up on Joe about yeah. the craziest shit. Yeah, like he, but, they were completing each other's sentences, like and, and acting like Joe's insane for not knowing like these like underground <laughs> fucking like sex cult theories. Just you don't know shit. about this? Yes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, like, oh, like how Republicans fuck each other in the ass, like, since the 1800s. You're like, yeah, I don't know, Yeah, Ronald Reagan fucked Howard Taft, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway. um, Raging Bull. Yeah, that's the, that's another <laughs> podcast that's that you should listen to. But um, the fanatic is uh, I I don't know where you could find it. It's all over. It's known for being a bad movie. It came out in 2019. John Travolta he plays like an, an autistic fan, uh, but he plays he basically goes full retard. He goes he's playing a retarded guy, but he goes like he's like too retarded. Oh, he's like no, way no. too retarded. You have to see. Oh. Wait, can we do a share screen and watch? It's so bad. It's, I, I'm okay. I, I, I'm like down. Simple Jack, but a real movie. 
Like, <laughs> oh my god, I'll find I'll find a clip, but you, we could we could get back to it because okay, I don't I want to get the right one. Okay, so this is a side thing. Have you guys yeah. ever seen the one where um, uh, Robin Williams plays uh, a special dude? Um, no, Robin terrible. Williams, and he's like best friends with this kid whose mom's like a fucking like deadbeat and this kid grows up in new york and then he comes back and he finds his best friend and he's still like this old you know you know slow dude like riding around on a fucking bike and he's like you know back in my day they used to call me retarded like it's like (laughs) but it's robin williams and he's like it's he's like an old age makeup it's so it's weird it's weird it's not a bad performance but you know who's the best like leonardo dicaprio playing a retarded kid was, yeah, was great. incredible. Yeah. Well, that's a kid like, that can get was... away. That's the thing. I think a yeah, kid. But that, I mean, that's I, an ama- that's an amazing performance. No, it is. Yeah, that's what I mean. But if you're a full grown, if you're a full grown adult man playing, like it's there's too much compensation going on. It's way yeah. too much compensation. And it's also like You've lived Leo too much that... life to yes. be able to play that pretty realistically. Like Leo wasn't that well known yeah. at that point, so you're not going, oh, look at Sean Penn trying to win an Oscar. You I know, also like, have to say, I don't think Sean Penn was terrible in that movie. I haven't seen that movie since I was like seven, but I mean like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is crazy. Alright, I found a guy, I found um, a clip of, of the movie where he's just like attacking a guy, but just look at his haircut. In the- all right, all right, hold on. We're going to do it. Where am I looking? Are we getting another screen? I'm going to get a share screen here. Portion of screen. No, we want to go. I want to make sure. How do I? Oh, share computer sound. There we go. All right, Come let on, me know. Technological crazy bastard. I'm getting there. Uh, Okay, can you? Yeah. Here, make this big. You can see my screen? Yes. Oh, my God. It's the simple jack haircut. It's so oh bad. That is the actual simple oh Hold on. Oh, no. Hold on. No, 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 you gotta help no. me make some fucking cash, bitch. <laughs> I wish Freddy Krueger would come and chop off your head. And it would roll in the street. And a truck would squish it. And the blood would splatter everywhere. And everyone would watch it. <laughs> That made no, me John really... Travolta is I'm in. horrible. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> me really uncomfortable. Yes, dude. dude, that haircut. I forgot about the haircut. You got to watch this movie. I'm going to cut your so head off and it'll roll. Watch the blood. Bro. Oh. He's, he's so over-the-top retarded guy. Well, he's it's... trying to be specific. Dude. I get it. Autistic people are specific, but that's like, you know. That's not, not specific really, enough. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, so Peter, you were saying he's brilliant? Well, no, I mean, he's a couple just of my favorite performances. Of Get oh, shorty, go? Saturday Night oh, Fever. Blowout. Yeah. The Fanatic. Fucking, <laughs> 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 what's the other one? The, the follow-up to Saturday Night Fever. What is that? That piece well, of garbage. Oh, staying Alive. That was staying Alive. Worst Get movie. Shorty's great. Saturday, yeah. uh, Saturday Night Fever's amazing. Oh, um, Pulp Fiction he's good in, for sure. Yeah. Pulp Fiction, I think, is, is some of his best best yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because he's very just Travolta. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, but Marvin, let right. me ask you something. If perfect. you're gonna boom, <laughs> and then he goes, perfect. Oh shit! Oh, I shot Marvin in the face. I shot Marvin in the face. But Marvin, see, that's I love how he like asks Marvin, like he like asks. Like. Yeah. But anyway, that, um, yeah. 
anyway, yeah. We've kind of gotten off a little bit of track. Oh, that's uh, I know fine. That's this not, is great. This is great. I know we use I know I know we usually do, especially when I'm here and I'm like, you know, a bottle of wine deep. But uh <laughs> drinking out of the jelly jar. I wanted to stay I wanted to stay uh gender. Uh, I, I was that's, go ahead, go ahead, go I was ahead. gonna say I wanna I wanna throw a fuck I, I wanna throw a party. I wanna have a, a dinner, like a sit down. Everybody comes, we eat. You let me know, I'll come cook for you. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Let's go. I was thinking about uh my Peter Palooza. This could be half half a Palooza. We could do in November. A Pete Palooza. Like, Not a Peter. A Pete, a Pete yeah. Palooza. A, a Pete, Pete Palooza. You're right. A Pete Palo. Pete Palo. Right. Inside. Everybody kissing and hugging because I'm sick of this bullshit. Keep scaring everybody, man. Keep scaring them. Keep them scared. Okay. I don't want them breathing my air. No, I, I'm ready to be. I'm ready to kiss and hug everybody. It's time. I gotta be honest, man. I'm to the. I mean, like I've been driving back and forth from New York to PA, and I, I've been going down to North Philly a lot because that's where my new podcast studio is. By the way, I would love to have you both on very oh. soon. Promote um, it. What do you got? What's it called? You know. Oh, uh, so the one that I, I think you guys would be uh, uh, the ones, the one that I would want you guys on. I have two right now. Uh, so I have uh, I have Zachy Hour, which is just kind of my catch-all podcast. We can come on. We can talk about your guys' podcast, what we're all working on. Fucking hang out. We drink a little bit. Uh, you know, and it's it's pretty much just that. I mean, it, it's that sounds it's, great. Yeah. It's an hour. To, it's an hour for everyone to get the fuck away from whatever the fuck's bothering them. You know what I mean? I, and I think that there's not enough content. There's so much, like, shit. I mean, you guys. I love. I listen to your guys' podcast. I gotta say this. I did that cross country trip. You guys know about this. Your listeners probably don't. But I did like. I drove cross country because I went insane during quarantine. Um, and I, I I drove from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, all the way to Nevada and back. Um, pretty much in a month. And uh, the Thank entire you. time I was listening to Kill You Last. That's amazing. Like, you guys were in my regular rotation. You guys got me awesome. through that drive. And, it like, I texted and called both of you on that <laughs> trip, too. Alex, you didn't answer, so. I'm sorry about that. I got a, po- I got that, a postcard. I know sent what? a postcard, mailed. though. You know I what, Peter? I sent a postcard to the Garachi. <laughs> and I was so worried. <laughs> That it wasn't gonna get delivered because my I mailman knows me. The garage. <laughs> he knows me. My mailman. Knows That's me. I called him like every day because I was like, my grandfather got his, my grandmother got hers, because those are the only other people I sent fucking postcards to. Wow. Should, hey, I got it. I got but, it. No, uh, and I think I think I told Alex that you you texted me when you when Peter like, told me this this made my I mean I was you're so like happy. I listened to Rogan and you guys. And when when you guys were doing Labyrinth and Alex said something about the, the piece on David Bowie, oh, yeah, I pulled yeah, over yeah. the side of the road. No, you guys are all like, yeah, uh, it's kind of a weird movie, Labyrinth, yada, yada. And then Alex's like, yeah, but David Bowie's got a hog. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pull the fucking car over. I was laughing. I, like, I was like, I was halfway between my piss stop and like where I just yeah. came from. I was like three hours deep in this drive. And yeah. then you said that. I almost pissed my pants. Like, I had to so pull good. over. I was laughing so hard. I was hyperventilating. Oh, I was man. like, "Oh my god!" I like, I, like Pete. I just love the dichotomy when you guys have a chick on here. I it's love like, it. Yeah. It's like Pete's trying to be charming Jake Lamada, <laughs> shake, shaking her, shaking I her know. finger through the through the fence. Hey, nice to meet you. And then you're over here being like, <laughs> oh, "Yo, dude. David Bowie's fucking cock, fucking fat like, dick." No dude. matter who they're <laughs> yeah. talking about, yeah, even in Gremlins, somehow. A gremlin cock came up. Like, if there's a cock in a movie, oh, it's coming up. Nice, 
we didn't talk about the ice water jerk off set. That's like, a weird uh, scene, actually. We should that's talk. That's an old about school that. move. That's an old what school is move. The, what is the move? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> what is he doing? That was so, a weird scene. I think it's. I think it's the cold shower idea. I think yeah. that's like. I think that might be something like fighters did way back in the day. I had a, okay, so I'm gonna tell you guys a story about when I was fighting. My trainer said when I started fighting for him, he said, "Listen, no women three weeks out." I've heard this about fighters. They think you got to save the cum. It was. Fight. It wasn't even you, serious, you save though. your virility because you lose right. a piece. The old idea is you lose a piece of what makes you a man. Right. If you're soft, basically, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like one of those things that like. So my trainer said when I started fighting like very seriously, he said, all right, no women three weeks out from a fight. And I was like, okay. I fought with that guy for about a year. And I was with this girl very seriously. And I was like, Hey man, I gotta be honest. This whole no women thing three weeks before a fight starting to cause issues. And he looked at me, he said, you're still doing that. <laughs> so he literally didn't. And I was like, you cock sucker. That's I almost amazing. choked him. I almost choked him. Oh my God! There were so, so many funny. chicks I never called back. Yeah. You were listening so to like, this ah, jerk off. He no fucking one's said... gonna wait around for three weeks. I was like, <laughs> we're all like twenty and doing drugs in fucking Pittsburgh. No one's gonna fucking wait around for three weeks. I was like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. So wow. many hot chicks I had to let go. You know, I, I know a lot of people uh, I knew actually subscribed to that whole thing in like, uh, like in a weird way with like any sort of um, event. Like, I never I noticed the difference. I got to be honest. Because, like, I I, eventually, right. I mean, like I said. But let's be like, honest. There's something to it. You don't want to jerk off and then go right out there. Well, There's no, no. You don't want to jerk off in the fucking dressing room. You can't just fucking empty your sack and then fucking boom, lights on. Well, no, you're not going to. You know what it is? You know what it is? It, it keeps you on edge. Yeah, exactly. That's really, I think, what the idea That's, is. Because, like, yeah. if you're not, if you haven't released. Yeah, three weeks like, is I mean, way I don't too know about much. You guys, but, I, I, you know, right. I, I, I jerk off at least three times a week. Like fucking like at least. I, if I of don't, course, I'm once least. a day, Especially, baby. I mean, yeah, like come on. Peter looks at me like I'm crazy. I'm like literally once uh, Peter, a day. Peter's a modest man. Peter's modest. I mean, yeah. He doesn't want to be talking about none of this. He doesn't like masturbation talk. He doesn't, he doesn't. No, he doesn't like when me and you talk dirty. I love it. I know. He's I like, like it too. It's like I'm ready for him to say like what uh, Robert De Niro says. He goes, "Hey, what are you talking to me? Don't, don't curse. curse in front of me." <laughs> and then the next <laughs> two and then the next sentence he says, "Fuck." Yeah. Amazing. It's one of the funniest fucking things because it's such a power thing. Anyway, so we got pretty no. ladies on the podcast. Why can't we talk nice with a pretty? <laughs> the fuck. When I bring a pretty lady on the you, podcast, I, I'll talk nice. How's that sound? Hey, I, I make you look better. I, I look at it like that. You know, you come on the charming one. Those were two, two, very, pretty, those were two very pretty ladies we had on the podcast, Josie and uh, oh, Jordan. Jo oh, my God. Josie and Josie Jordan. Josie episode yeah. is fantastic. You're just trying to get an invite to fucking Greece the whole time. Oh, dude, every <laughs> once in a while, I message her. I'm like, I'm on a rowboat right I now. Saw the post I'm halfway recently. to the I saw, I saw the post recently. Yeah. Oh my God! Wait, I th why didn't you have Peter Palooza on an island? Was one of my favorite posts recently. Because <laughs> yeah. I and then someone said I would have taken a rowboat out there, and I was like, Are they making a Godfather reference, or what are they trying to yeah, say? I don't know. I don't know. I was like, just be just be happy you got an invitation. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Just be, be happy you, you were informed. No, it's funny because I, I, I meant to say, make this point before about you know the the, the 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 Italian dynamics. When I had Peter Palooza, my girlfriend cooked most of that food. She made oh, a well, sheet, I was there, right? You yeah, know, I she made a sheet yeah. tray of pesto. Yeah, And fantastic. before we got to the party, I yelled at her because I thought it was too much food. Yeah. And to this day, she holds it against me. I, but, like, just talking about, like, that hothead, like, I asshole. I that whole like, tray. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, dude, <laughs> yeah. I get, went, 
Go ahead. To this day, it's, it's a thing that everybody mentions about the party. And I'm literally, I, she's literally slaving in the kitchen. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's too yeah, much yeah. food. But, dude, Peter, then, no, I, I no, mean. But how you, about, oh, wait, go, go ahead, ahead, Alex. I'm sorry. I was going to say, if you ahead. have an Italian mother, you, you've said that before. But go ahead. Oh, it's yeah. Too much well, it's always too much food. No, I mean, well, that's even the thing with the steak, though. I mean, and, and I'm going to, I have a steak thing after this. But mm. the thing with the steak, where she's throwing the potatoes and the carrots or whatever. Throwing she's like, hey, no, yeah. more, more. And he's like, nah, it's all I want. It's all I want. No, more, more. And then he goes, all right. And then he flips the table because she says, like, one last thing. But I remember the last Peter Palooza I came to. I think it might have been the last Peter Palooza. I brought those nice tomahawks. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Oh, God. We had such a good time. That's it was going to my- happen. It was going to happen. The, the lockdown was supposed to end May 15th. Yeah. Peter Palooza was scheduled for May 17th. <laughs> May 17th! Yeah, who were you I, talking to? De Blasio? Yeah, I, put yeah, a, yeah. I put a two-day buffer in. May 15th and May 17th. I still would have came. Fuck them. I would have I want to do it now. Yeah. We can do it in Jersey. We all got yeah, cars. Yeah, we can do it. I'm in Jersey right now. I'll come I'm pick a, you up, Alex. You got a car? I got a car. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you got a car? I got a Fucking car. Hell. I'm telling you, I don't give a fuck about this shit. I don't care. Uh, I mean, I'm over it. Here's the thing. Dude, Costco. Here, here's yeah. The no, no. Me I'm going to tell you right now. I'm over I'm with it. Because here's the thing. I've been in the like, – here's the thing. Wash your fucking hands and wear Wash a mask. Wash your hands. Wear okay? a mask. That's I'm pretty it. sure I had it in February. I may right. be immune. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but, like, <laughs> like, but what I'm saying is like fucking like wash your hands. Don't be an asshole. You know, yeah. don't be a dirty fuck. Uh, you'll probably be fine. You know what I mean? And if you're not, well, then fucking that's on you. Okay? Right. Yeah. But, Wash like, your hands. Wear a mask. Do the right thing in, in November. Vote. I got into a fight with some girl on Facebook because I was like, "Listen, my non, my my nonna with right fourth grade education. <laughs> You're in Pennsylvania, right, Zach? Do the right thing. I, I mean, I am. I could say that. It doesn't mean I want to. <laughs> when they were like, "Listen, the world is coming to an end. There's a pandemic. All right, what can I do? Uh, take vitamin C and wash your hands." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here. This is the fucking end of the world. Wash your hands." Well, that's what I'm saying. But that, I think that yeah. I mean, it works. I think it, it does. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, like, okay, like I, I mean, I, I, I got. I was a little like, bit more than I used to. My my nona with a fourth grade <laughs> education could have figured out how this was gonna go. People were gonna get oh. sick for a while. It was gonna go up, and then it was gonna come down again. Well, everyone, and then they're saying, "Oh, there's more cases. There's more cases," and I'm just like, "Cases of what? Yeah, there's there's gonna be. Yeah, like, it's not the winter. Got it yet? Yeah, and and we're it's about to hit the flu season, flu season again, season. right? Like, of course, you guys are just." Fuck it. Like, here's the thing, man. Like, I, like, I gotta be honest. If this is what's gonna fucking take me out, yeah. I had a good run. Yeah, and it's not, Zach. It's not gonna take you out. You're fucking in your 20s. I'm Somebody, pretty healthy. I mean, I'm yeah. not, but I am. Like, I'm healthy you are. for me. But I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, all I'm saying is, is like, if it's gonna keep me, like, I, I have a big problem with it because, like, for a while, it was keeping me from seeing a lot of my family. Yeah. But, like, recently, my grandmother came out to visit, oh, which wow. I was kind of like, you know, maybe not you, uh, but like, no, no, no. It was no. socially distant. I'm kidding, by the way. <laughs> go ahead. What do you mean? Oh, just go. Oh, ahead. Yeah. oh uh, you know, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But uh, no, like it was like it was socially distant. But you know, this is my like I'm very close to my grandmother, and like for me to not be able to see, like I would see her probably about like once every two months, once every three months at least. Mm. Um, and that's like what the schedule that me and her. She she was working up until this. She was working uh, for. Uh, uh, teaching kids at the jcc even though she's italian it's so funny oh, the jcc will take anyone now um she's like what you guys smell like jesus and they're like not really our guy and she's like ah you pay good so <laughs> like that was yeah. it 
But she came over and like, you know, I got her a Sunday. She like lit up like a fucking Christmas tree from like her favorite Sunday place back in PA. Cause she lived here for like when I was in high school, my grandmother lived, she lived with us for a little bit. And, um, and when I was in college, but like, you know, it, it was like one of those things where I was like, so who the fuck am I killing? Like, is anyone, no one's dying from this shit. You know what I mean? Like this is, she was just at a fucking hospital. Her roommate had COVID. Wow. Cause the hospital's fucking stupid and put her in a room with a COVID patient. I mean, she doesn't come have on. COVID. She's fine. It's fine. She, I think she's all good. I mean, thank God, you know, Hand yeah. to God. Well, you know, the, the thing is, count your blessings. Zach, but I'm you, saying, like, yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to put out there that nobody's dying because, of course, people are dying. But, but it's, it's not. You know, if we were overanalyzing uh, deaths from any sort of mundane life activity, like we'd be horrified about the amount of deaths that happen in car accidents every year. Like, and I'm not comparing the two. I understand that one is a deadly disease that you could spread. I'm just saying, is it really worth? the shutdown of the entire world forever. I mean, at some point yeah. we have to move on. Like, well, because, and also there has to be a, there has to be a measure of what success is. Right. Because if you keep changing the parameters, it's like if it, the lockdown was to, to, you know, slow down the spread and make sure the hospitals the are curve. not overwhelmed. Okay. We and flattened they, it. They we always did. come up with a new, you can always come up with a new reason to keep doing right. what you're doing. Well, I think yep. we all know what the reason is here. I think that this has become a political tool, which right. is disgusting in my mind on both yeah. sides. Totally. Uh, I think that national security should never be used as a tool. I think that both sides have used it. I think one side has definitely used it more than another, but yeah. uh, you know, and it's just, but it's one of those things that like, you know, right. if you look at the facts and you look at, and I'm not sitting here saying like go off of anecdotal data, but mm. I have three blood family members that are either in healthcare or firefighters or some shit like that. I'm not going to say what, but mostly healthcare. They told me a hundred percent what everyone's saying isn't true. That if someone dies from a heart attack and, and they tested positive for COVID and they died, it goes down as a COVID death. They told me that that's a hundred percent true. Oh, wow. Because hospitals yeah. don't have money. And they, yeah, they make money, need the money. Like, I mean, that's, it's just, a, it's a fucking fact. So mm. like when you sit here and you yell at me, 200,000 people died. And I'm not in any way trying to say that people didn't die. Right. But stop blaming your grandma's death on COVID when she was like a fucking 700 pound yeah. fucking diabetic. Right. That never left the fucking house. And anyway. every, like every scientist I talk to. Yeah, it's not worried. My friends who are doctors, my friend sure. who's a biology teacher. No one's like, fucking none. worried that has any fucking sense. It's yeah. all these fucking sheep watching the fucking news. I mm. on both sides. I'm not saying well, yeah, you're it, right. it's it's weird because if you no. if you didn't turn on the news and you didn't go on the internet, would you know that anything was wrong? You know what I mean? Like in your regular life, if you're walking around, you're like, it doesn't feel like well, the, the mask coming to an but, end. But but nobody I know. I mean, honestly, yeah. I don't think the masks are bad. Wear the fucking mask. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. how fucking hard is it? Just wear a fucking mask. It's not but even that uncomfortable. Right now, yeah. I went to a strip club the other day. <laughs> if anyone's going to get it, it's the guy that goes to the fucking strip club. I was fine. I was slapping titties around. <laughs> I, I was, was having a fucking great time. <laughs> You're so good. That's it. Were, so they the cure? Were they wearing Tins. masks and no clothes? Well, no. I'll tell you what. The fat bartender, she was like, here's the problem. You ever yeah. go to a strip club and there's like a bartender that's not exactly stripper material? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
this twat. They're usually kind of hot. She was uh, like, no, this one oh, was not. Like, I was in Coopersburg, Pennsylvania at a place ooh, called Silhouettes. Woof. Uh, oh, my God. It was a buddy of mine's birthday. He was started at 23. Oh, good, yeah. I was like, you, I was like, you want to go to the titty bar and get fucked up? He was like, oh, my God, that sounds great. And great I was friend. like, all right, let's go to the titty bar and get fucked up. So we go to the titty bar and get fucked up. He tries to fall in love with this stripper. I tipped the 20. Uh, I was like, yeah, hey, yeah. it's his birthday. You're the hottest. Stick around. Nice. Uh, you know, what a guy. I know. Well, I know. Hey, I know I sound like I'm not a gentleman, but hear this out. No, you're a gentleman. Everyone's doing a job there. I wasn't being creepy. I was just like, hey, it's his birthday. He likes you the most. You know what I mean? Like, I just got to preface that. Of course. You know, no one got a blow job for 20 bucks, guys. No, that, okay? that's, not what, that's not what we thought. I didn't now, think you thought that. Thinking it. Now I'm thinking <laughs> it. Yeah, now, now, now I'm thinking it. I, mean, I can see you being a pimp. Alex, if you want yeah. To Are they be- that cheap there? Oh, my God. Yeah. It was so funny. But no, but the bartender, she was just like kind of like, you know, she's a little overweight, very yeah. overweight. And uh, she just like, she's like, you have to have your mask on. I was like, I'm mm. smoking. We're smoking in here. Mm-hmm. We're, we're sucking on titties. <laughs> and you want me to have a mask? There's a communal titty on stage right now. And you're yelling at me about how, yeah. And then they tried to, oh, God, they, they tried to take my beer away mm. at midnight. Because oh, that's God, the Pennsylvania rules. And it was, and it was a fucking yingling. So you guys know what the fuck I did. I looked at her. She goes, I have to take your beer. I was like, <laughs> Oh, God. I looked at her. I was like, can I chug it? She's like, you can have a few sips. And I went, right. (laughs) Slammed this full yingling in her face in like three seconds. You know, the peanuts way. And uh, she was like, I need to pretend I didn't see that. I was like, I'm going to pretend you didn't just say that. So, uh, you know, I may or may not have had a lot of snacks fall into my nose that night. I don't know. It was was a crazy evening. It's a fun yeah. mess. It's a friend's Zach, I miss, I miss hugging you, Zach. It's uh, not the same. I miss hugging you. You're, I miss... Peter, you, you are, you are, and Alex, I'll say this for you as well. You oh. guys are like Italians outside of the family that I consider inside of the family. Like, if I were to have kids, you would be Uncle Alex and Uncle Peter. Oh, I love that. Like, you know what That's I mean? Sweet. Like, you guys, Absolutely. You guys, I, 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 I love you guys. Uh, we've had, me. like, and, and this is, and this is what I miss. Like, we've had more laughs standing on the street. Yeah. Going not like, that, yeah, just book, then up. in then in a, in a comedy show like that's what I that's what I miss. I miss the I, fucking hangout bullshitting on the street. You know, mm-hmm. I always go back to my birthday at Delmonico's where like Amazing. I had you get the wine because like you know wine more superior than I do. Although I am drinking, I will let you know. I I just finished the bottle, but uh, it is a uh, Toscana Sangiovese. Yeah, oh, very nice. uh, yeah, nice. I, I like the Sangiovese. I do. It's 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 right at that level for me. It's a good you know drink. I mean? It's a good sipping wine. It's almost like table wine. It reminds me of the table wine that my, but I got to bring you guys the homemade wine from uh, West Virginia. I got, I got, I got, yeah, my uncle Greg. So he's not on the Italian side, but he's married in, but he's super Italian. He makes his own wine, but I don't think he like cuts it how you're supposed to. And it's like one of these fucking jelly jars of his wine and you're fucking bombed. Oh yeah. Is it like, is it light pink in color? No, it's, um, it's still like it has a deep red. He may he uses like I know, you know like some of the guys I know that make homemade wine, it's like it's fire going down, but it's always like it's Oh no, like it doesn't light. brother, I'm telling you, it you don't realize how drunk like I was drinking it like it was a fucking Pinot. Yeah. And I was nice. like all of a sudden like two jelly jars in, I'm looking at Greg, I'm like, 
You crazy. Bastard. We had a friend named awesome. uh, Lucky John. He was a mason, but he used to make homemade wine in the basement. Lucky John. Amazing. I love that. That's a, <laughs> that's a fucking Jersey name if I've ever heard it. Dude, we did it in my. Oh, yeah. In, it's fucking Lucky John. In my grandmother's basement. <laughs> he used to have a guy. One guy. He's, he was a mason. They had a dump truck full of cases of grapes. And there would be like a relay getting the grapes down the basement. And then he had the macerator and he had the stick and he's pushing the grapes in the macerator. And, and me and my brother one time were hanging out. The guy passed away. Lucky John, rest in peace. But uh, <coughs> he, goes, he goes, listen, he goes, you guys can come down here. You can watch, but don't ask me questions. He goes, I got to focus on making the wine. So Peter, my brother, I, didn't know you, I didn't know you were getting any pussy out there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, did you see yeah. that camera? Yeah. I, didn't even, I didn't even realize I was doing that. She's crazy. I love that. I love that girl. Uh, no. So my brother starts asking her a question. Uh, starts asking Lucky John a question, and Lucky John turns, and the fucking stick gets stuck in the macerator, and oh, you hear a snap, whole, and he goes, up. "Everybody out!" <laughs> Wait, why? What's gonna happen? Because oh, the one guy broke the machine. Oh, he broke shit. the machine, and he goes, and "No, this is why the... nobody asks me questions." <laughs> he lost his focus. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so great. Yeah, my uh, oh, yeah. when I was a kid, so my my mom's my mom's Italian family. We we come from Pittston, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Um, and if you've seen the Irishman, uh, make your own judgment. I was gonna say near Scranton, right? Uh, yeah, I was born in I was born in Kingston, Luzerne County. Um. But yeah, Scranton, Wilkes-Barre area, and uh, Pittston is is where my mother's family's from, uh, on Synovia Street is where we, we we came in at and all that. But um, we had uh, we had a, a deli, um, like a specialty a Italian specialty store basically. But it was like a candy store back in the day, like a penny candy store. Like my mom used to go there. It was it was her aunt and uncle, uh, but they were cousins. But you know how we say, you know. And uh, yeah. she would go in and it would be penny candy. So like her mom would give her a dollar and she'd fucking like buy the store and go nuts and like but like when i was a kid they used to make like the porchetta for scratch oh, yeah. like they had the most famous porchetta in all of uh, in all of pittston and they'd make the nice. sandwiches and then uh my uncle tony he taught me how to make the prosciutto and the lonza yeah. the soprasada the mm. capicola all that stuff he mm. taught me how to like cure it and hang it for one hang day if i have a basement yep right and i used to help him every three months i'd take up the stuff mm. um but he would always have a jug of either white or red homemade oh, that someone wow. would drop off to him and I asked him one time, I was like, who drops this off? He's like, oh, you, you don't even know. Yeah. That's all he said. That was like all he fucking said. Because wow. they're both off the boat. They're, uh, yeah, Jilda came over um, uh, during uh, the Perón days. She was, she was living uh, in Argentina uh, right yep. after Mussolini took over. And they were living there when Perón was in power. Um, and then they snuck into America. Well, my not no, snuck my, in. They, no. they came the right way. But my no, no, like, same thing. Uh, but they were in Venezuela. During oh, yeah. My, I have family in Venezuela, too. Yep. My yeah. mom was born in Venezuela. You know, isn't that crazy? That's uh, there's a ton of Italians in uh, Brazil. Yeah, like a lot of Brazilian yeah. people are actually uh, ethnically Italian. Ethnically Italian. My That's father right. told me wherever the jobs were, people from his town yeah. went. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a boat Best every week. Sicily. Yeah, yeah. Every you're week. Pesher, you Sicilian? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're yeah, from so, uh, Calabria. Yeah, that's just, that's just Sicily. That's close. Calabria, it's close. It's a little. Right it's a little me. north. It's kind of close. It's in between yeah. Rome. And well, I'm, I mean, all the Christ, stuff, I'm all fucking the Perugian. I mean, like, I'm I'm the most north out of all three of them. Oh but, no, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely not up there. Yeah, no. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, you yeah, know, they went. And I was like, we ended up in Elizabeth, New Jersey, and I'm like, of all mm. the places in the fuck, we could have been in London, Buenos Aires. We ended up in Elizabeth, fucking New Jersey. Hey. Oh, she thought shit up. on Elizabeth, New Jersey. Yeah, exactly. Elizabeth. Have some respect. What the fuck? Have some respect. It's my hometown. It's my hometown. 
Oh um, God, Zach, we should we should probably wrap this up. But this Zach, it's been amazing I love these episodes. So I was gonna always say. love hanging out with you guys. You guys are my favorite. You guys have always been my favorite. And now that I have my own podcast, I'm so glad that you guys are gonna come on. Honest to God, like, oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, look, Seriously. and and you know, if it if it becomes an in person thing or if we got to do Zoom, I'm down for either. Honestly, well, uh, if, whatever if we works. can if we can if we can come out to the studio in Philly, I got seats for both of you. We can all I get some car. cheese steaks. Absolutely, I'll oh, come pick you, Peter. Peter, I'll come Peter. pick you up. I don't give a fuck. I'm at the shore. I'm not too far. Are you down Philly. to do that? I'm down. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. We'll Absolutely. figure it out. Actually, like after this is, we'll we'll talk a little bit after sure. we finish up here. But um. Uh, do you mind if I plug a couple of shows no, please real do. quick? Please do. Okay, please do. so uh, November 14th, I got the Amaze Theater coming up. That's me, Paul Spratt, Tyler Rothrock. Uh, we got uh, the band that's been opening up for my other show that I'll talk to you guys about in a second. Uh, they're going to be opening up both shows too, which I'm very excited about. Very good guys. Awesome. We started starting these comedy shows with some music, which I know is kind of like the backwards way to do it, but I'm telling you no, right now, cool. it gives it a party atmosphere. We have a great time. These guys play their ass off. Powder Valley Bang, they're an awesome local band. Um, with the high school, with a couple of the guys, and like the rest, you know, just just good, just good dudes, good local dudes. Um, so that's uh, seven and nine uh, at the Mays Theater on November fourteenth. I also have November nineteenth. Uh, that's going to be my show at House and Barn. We got Josh Accardo. He's coming out. He's got a headline. And then we also got the guys from Drop Ten po- uh, Podcast Network, which is where my podcast come from. Neil Wood, Adam Nutter, they're going to be on that show as well, and I'll be hosting. As long, uh, along with uh, Powder Valley Bang, they're going to be playing the beginning as well. We're going to try to make sure it's outdoor, uh, but if it's too cold, uh, stop being a pussy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> other than that, uh, my podcasts are going to be uh, releasing in November as well. Uh, Zachy Hour uh, will be releasing, I think, the second week of November. Uh, and then the other podcast, which I really didn't get to talk about, but I'll talk to you about it real quick. Yeah. Uh, it's called Broadway for Breeders. It's the Straight Guy's Guide to Broadway. As I you guys love know, it. As you oh, guys know, yes. your listeners may not, but as you guys know, I do have a BFA in theater. Yes, <laughs> um, absolutely. Why, I don't fucking know. But, like, it, it happened. Um, so I thought it was time to maybe uh, put that degree to use, talk to some of my friends in the industry. And uh, they're going to, it's, it's actually very similar to your guys' podcast in, in that someone brings a show to us and we talk about the show. They kind of dissect it for us. I have a co host, uh, Oliver. He uh, owns a theater. Um, out here that I've actually worked for a lot and uh, he's been in the business for, you know, 20, 30 years. Um, so we, uh, we just had John Marco on. He's going to be the first oh, episode. That's a great, guy. I know John Marco has been on here. What did he, what was no, his no, movie? We, had no, we haven't had John Marco. What? On, How we have should. you not had John Marco? We Get should. Get fucker on. He's, we should. But the thing is, don't talk Italian stuff with him. I took him to Howard. He took me to a fucking gig in Howard beach one time. This is such a sidetrack. Took him to Howard beach one time and it was clearly a mob gig. And he's like, yeah, so we're going to Howard Beach. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, do you want to do fuck? Like, I was like, where'd you get this gig? He was like, these guys came up to me at Governor's. They were like really well-dressed. And they said that it was someone's birthday and they wanted comedy at a house party. And I was like. He <laughs> really not know. And the second we get there, I feel like I'm home. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's food everywhere. They gave us like fucking money right up front. We're fucking <laughs> drinking. I'm like, I know these fucking guys. Oh, but anyway, yeah. so John Mar- Sounds yeah, like no, a great gig. Go, he's go more ahead. of a bagel than the pizza. Yeah. The yeah. Bagel. yeah you know sure. what I'm saying? Bit of a but, goober, but he's great. He's funny as fuck. But yeah, no, John Mark is going to be our first episode. He brought in falsettos. It's a terrible musical. Okay. Uh, so, but we have, <laughs> but we have fun talking about it. Um, and then uh, those are both going to be releasing. So they're bi-weekly in November, Zachy Hour 
will be releasing second week in November, Broadway for Breeders first week. And then uh, for the rest of the year, uh, it'll pretty much be that schedule. But other than that, guys, Great. that's all I got going on. That's awesome. And I'm assuming people could find that podcast on any, all the podcast platforms. Yes. Or is there... So uh, you can find that on Spotify. You can find that on iTunes. Cool. Uh, where I think we're looking at YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, but if you guys Do have it. any questions about it, you can always follow me at, at Zachy Peanuts on Instagram. I post updates daily about that. Uh, and then uh, we also have nice. Broadway for Breeders uh, on Instagram at Broadway for Breeders. Um, and uh, if you just want to follow that, because that's kind of more of a niche market. And I know you don't want your followers to be all fucked up because I'm a little intense. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, it's going to be a good time. I've, I've had a really great time working on everything. I had a great time hanging out with you guys. I love oh, you guys so much. This we is love my, you, I, Like I said, it's my favorite podcast to listen to. And the fact that I get to be a part of it sometimes just my heart it's warm in my heart to hear Live that but water. it's making me think the next time we have you on we have to have some hot girl or some pretty girl to just lo- <laughs> so that you could have it play out in front of you man that i, I would love to, oh, to no, see you I'm, i like the voyeur aspect on all that. right that's more right. fun like because like i know if i'm in the room yeah it, the magic won't happen it might is not it that, you're right you're that right obvious do i really change that oh, much i don't i don't want <laughs> don't tell him don't tell him <laughs> What do I, what do I, <laughs> it's gonna ruin it. You know what, oh Zach? You can't help it. It doesn't matter. Because I hate when I see no, other guys like, do that. Oh my I god. I hate when the guys are like overly nice to the pretty girl, and I do that too. It's not overly no, nice. It's not it's, that. It's, it's not just that. You being a charming gentleman, Peter. Yes. Like you know, you, like when you know, like when me and you were walking down the street and we passed like a shitty restaurant right after we just ate, and I have to go in. <laughs> It's a little like that. You know what I mean? It's like, what are you doing? It's a very strange analogy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, kinda, that's, that's a good analogy. I get it. I get it, it. Is, uh, Whereas I'm it, like, oh, we just, had a, we just had a beautiful meal. It's like that It's like that because it's like every time. It's like, you know what I mean? Every time. Yeah, like it doesn't every matter. It's every restaurant you pass. Every time. Like, yeah, I mean, Alex yeah. has walked down the street with me. Like, I'll hit a papaya dog, a Burger King, and then we'll go eat at fucking Del Monaco. And like, I'm not, like, I'm uh, less... Wait, I, are you no, hungry? But, you want to go eat? <laughs> I'm less. That's I mean, like, oh, that's the impression. Who does? Andre, Andre Kim. Right? Kim. Hey. Uh, oh, that's I right. I think I just had to, I had to. I think my uncle just threw some guy in the fucking river. Uh, <laughs> want to eat? Are you, are you hungry? You want to go eat? <laughs> you hungry? You want to eat? Like not looking at you? No, Andre does the best impression of me. I had to yeah, say. He's yeah. good at that, man. He's really yeah. good at that. Oh, I love Andre. Yeah. Oh man, I miss that guy too. We we I I can't wait to see you, buddy. If it's on the podcast or or if it's just we figure something else out, that'd be. We'll great. figure something out. I'll try yeah. to get if I'm if I'm still here in December. You know, running my show, I would love to have you guys come down as well. Yeah, you know, I'm I thinking mean, about doing guys... something. My birthday's in the middle of the fucking winter, but it's in January, beginning of January. Mine is too, so maybe we do a joint thing. We should do something, even if it's was just that like... last January we went to Delmonico's. Fuck yeah, brother. Yeah, oh I guess that makes God. sense. Yeah, right. It I know. I know. Did you see the veal chops I made the other day? No. I'll send you a great. picture. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Getting to see behind the uh, what do you call it? The the the, the real this is behind ba- the music. I was gonna say yeah. the real baseball. What? Something baseball. It's Inside the baseball. Real baseball. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you called me out on it, and I just—I love you, Alex. I love you. Thank you. You I, are I, a nerd. I love though. you too. I am. Uh, <laughs> a bit. Yes. 
Well, uh, uh, I'm gonna go be mean to a pretty girl just out of principle after this. At a boy. At a boy. Good now, but he tried, man. Hey, no. hey, uh, uh, why you burning it? Why you burning it? <laughs> you burning uh, it. It's it's on purpose. It looks like a. It defeats its own purpose. It looks like a piece of charcoal. Jesus Christ. Oh God. Ah oh, man. Well, that was perfect. Anyway. Yeah. Man. Gentlemen. Great Tim episode. Naruto, until yes. next time, I love you guys very much. Arrivederci. Yes. Cheers, guys. Bye, everyone. Ciao.